These are some of the major stories which made the news this week in The Hunter. Five and a half thousand tonnes of sand arrived at Stockton Beach on Monday as part of the Beach Nourishment Project. The sand dump marked the first stage of the project, which is set to offer a short-term solution to severe erosion at the site. Newcastle Council says it will continue working with the state government on a long-term plan. Stockton resident Lucas Gresham said the community is pleased but expects more. It's good that we're moving forward. It's good that something is occurring, you know, but this is obviously something that the community won't settle for. This is no more Band-Aid fixes. We're not interested in that anymore. We need to make sure that what we're doing is, um, you know, a plan for the future and something, you know, with longevity in it. The State Water Minister reveals on Monday Level 2 water restrictions will begin across the Lower Hunter early next year as dam storage dropped to their lowest levels in almost 40 years. Hunter Water's dam storage levels dropped to just 57.9%, the lowest they've been since July 1980. Level 2 restrictions include limiting outdoor watering to 15 minutes every second day and showers to 4 minutes. The restrictions will begin on January 20 if forecast hot and dry conditions continue as predicted. A decision from Lake Macquarie Council on whether to move forward with a remediation plan for land surrounding the former Pasminko smelter site was unintentionally deferred on Tuesday following a fiery council meeting. Residents called for the decision to be deferred until Environment Minister Matt Keane outlined state government funding for remediation of contaminated land, which currently rests in the hands of landowners. Council failed to reach a resolution on the decision on Tuesday night, leaving residents in limbo until sometime next year. Councillor Jason Pauling wants to see the government fund the mediation and said he sees the delay as a partial victory. Which gives us a bit of time to talk to the Minister's office, talk to the EPA, talk to Newcastle City Council, re-engage with residents and try and get this back on a more level footing so that we can have a more sensible and balanced approach moving forward. Twelve months on from its decision to hold the sale of a local lands office building, the state government on Wednesday sold off the former Maitland Lands Board district office. Local MP Jenny Aitchison criticised the sale, accusing the government of selling off assets which should be handed over to community groups. The government's previously indicated proceeds would be put towards infrastructure and better services. Jenny Aitchison said on Friday she wants to know if Maitland will see the benefits. Why should our community be losing these assets, which could be used for our growing population. You know, for us not to have anywhere to have a regional museum in Maitland is just not acceptable. Uh, and the government, you know, had an opportunity there to do something about that and they've failed. Nine months on from the unexpected closure of Myuna-based Sport and Recreation Centre due to safety concerns, a decision was reached this week on the site's future. An independent review of the site's closure recommended the facility remain closed. The state government revealed on Thursday it has struck a deal with the Roaring Power Station operator Origin Energy, which will see a brand new facility built nearby with Origin to foot the bill. Lake Macquarie MP Greg Piper welcomed the announcement and said the local water ski club will be compensated for losses resulting from the site's closure in March. We're going to have ongoing uh, discussions and negotiations to try and resolve their issue, to get them at the appropriate facilities, but also to cover the costs of their losses that have occurred um, with the, um, the uh, um, closure of a, um, a tournament that was actually in process when the centre closed. And of course the uh, Morrisette Rotary Club.
The findings of an inquest into the death of hunter teenager Luca Rasso in 2017 were on Friday morning handed down by the state coroner. Magistrate Teresa O'Sullivan found the 13-year-old died as a result of a misdiagnosis of gastroenteritis and the consequential failure in receiving appropriate treatment for appendicitis. The findings will be forwarded to the Royal Australian College of General Practitioners. Speaking outside Newcastle local court, Luca's mother, Michelle Deganhart, said she she wants to ensure doctors are keeping a thorough record of their patient's condition. I hope that all doctors, all, all GPs take the time to read it and see what happened to Luca. And however many patients a day you feel you need to see, maybe cut it back a few and just take a little bit more time.